Hey mamas, welcome back to Drama Mama. Hypothetical situation. You are a big, big fan. Some would even say a stan of a musician. And then all of a sudden, you see said musician one day trending on Twitter. And you think, oh my goodness, said musician has come out with new music. That may maybe they're in a relationship with someone. Maybe um, they donated all of their money to a charity. But nope, said musician has just said the most horrific string of slurs online slash is a terrible person. And that is my current predicament as an avid listener of Kanye West. <sighs> my God, y'all. So, Kanye West was literally one of the first artists I ever heard. When I got, like, my iPod when I was, like, I don't know, like, eight. I don't know what age I was when I was granted an iPod. But um, one of the first, like, songs I had downloaded on there was Kanye West songs. He kind of, like, I guess founded my love for, like, rap and hip-hop. And I've always been a stan. I've always been a stan since I was a kid. I, so many of his songs have such, like, emotional attachment to my life. But as, as we all know, just so dearly, so vividly, this man needs to never be able to post online again. Again. This is co coming from someone who is a former stan, and I say former because I, like, I've, y'all, I've had a fucking enough, I can't, I, I can't defend him anymore. Not that I was, like, defending him, but, like, I can't pretend to be Team Kanye anymore. So, and I also realize this is, like, probably upsetting for a lot of you to hear, that I, that, that, like, my musician of choice for a majority of my life was Kanye West. I saw, like, <laughs> I saw someone made like this TikTok and it was like um it was like one of those ones where it's like like they they like pick a person and then like like say what they think their aesthetic was and they picked me and it was like the TV shows it was so far off it was like the TV shows it was like um supernatural um Grey's Anatomy and Ben loves mm. Oh my god, Riverdale! Like, unironically, they put Riverdale in the edit. And then it was like, Musicians Ben loves. Olivia Rodrigo. Conan Gray. And like, oh my god, there's a third person, but I can't remember who. And like, just FYI, just putting it out there, I absolutely cannot, I cannot stand, cannot stand Conan Gray's music. I'm so sorry. To all the Conan Gray stands out there. Well, I'm really just like, hmm, how many toes can I step on in the first three minutes of this episode? Hear me out. So, I don't even know how I got into that tangent. I used to, like, honestly be obsessed with Kanye West. I loved his, like, sense of style. I loved his music. I loved how, like, experimental his music was. How it was so different than so much, like, rap and hip-hop that was out there. Like, his album... 
freaking Yeezus is so insane and just so freaking good. And it is so, he is one of like a few artists that is so amazingly talented that genuinely has, like is one of the like best musicians, I think, like of our, our generation, but completely ruins it by just never shutting the fuck up online. And like, <laughs> it's so annoying. It is so annoying and it's not even like it's an i i shouldn't even just like he oh he won't shut up online like that's some that's something that people should say about me is that i don't shut up online what he does online is like actively like spew vitriol is that the right word that sounds like the right word like spew hatred to like people like target people cause drama and for a while like i made excuses in my brain i was chalking it up to like okay well you know He's diagnosed with bipolar. Maybe he's in, like, a manic episode. And that's why he's, like, posting all sorts of, like, bonkers stuff on Twitter or Instagram. But I'm like, okay, well, it's kind of funny. It's it's kind of comical how every single time Kanye West goes on a Twitter rampage or an Instagram rampage, he is coming out with music Clothes or shoes. And then it all kind of fell apart for me. I think when I had that realization that literally every time that Kanye West has a meltdown online, right away, there's something that people can buy, some monetary gain that he can get. And I think, like, just knowing that alone fully just dissolves, like, any kind of, like, respect or, like, I guess, enjoyment of, like, his authenticity. Because it just, like, all fades away from me. I'm like, that is so gross. Because it's not like he's just, it's not like the drama he's causing is, like, light. Like, it is... Sometimes the most heavy, disgusting, like, stuff he's stirring up. Like, like dragging anyone and everyone into it. Dragging his kids into drama. Like, publicly posting about their school. Publicly posting about his relationship. Publicly threatening death on his wife's freaking, like, boyfriend of, like, two months. Which, meanwhile, he has a girlfriend that, like, literally has had for the same amount of time. But that's not a problem. That... Okay, um, or literally bringing up, um, most recently, like, just starting drama, okay, so there was this fashion designer, um, named Virgil Abloh, I'm sure you've heard of him, he, like, founded the brand Off-White, um, he died of cancer, and, oh my god, somehow Kanye West is dragging him into drama, like, it is, it is insane, and it's fully, like, I'm not the type of person to, like, let like I can separate the art from the artist usually for example like like Lana Del Rey I can listen to her music and not think about when she like wore like a a woven mask during like the peak of the pandemic um or the fact that she's like dating a cop like I all of those things I can excuse I can just be like 
I was trying to sing a Lana Del Rey song and I couldn't think of anything. Um, I'm trying to think of some other artists that are like very questionable as people but make good music and I can listen to it. I mean, she's just the only one that's coming up right now and Kanye West, but it's like, I just can't do it anymore. I, I genuinely cannot separate the two. And it, it's, it also started to crumble for me uh, when he released... I believe it was Donda 2. Yes, Donda 2, which, by the way, like, I don't know how I didn't, like, get out of this phase earlier, but he released his album Donda 2 only on his stem player, which is this little device where you can, like, separate the stems and songs. So you can, like, remove vocals or only have, like, the like the bass or the beat or whatever. Um, and it's this little tiny device and it's $200 and it's the only thing you could listen to the album on. And like I bet I bought it. And I bought it! Because I'm stupid. Because I'm an idiot. Um, but anyways, there's a song on there where he's like literally threatening Pete Davidson's life. Uh, and in the music video, he takes it a step further and is like actually like just killing Pete Davidson in the music video, it's like little puppets, and he's like bu- killing him and burying him six feet under the ground. So, you know, that's like, and like obviously we know he's not gonna go do that. We know he's not gonna go freaking Merc Pete Davidson. But you think about artists that are that big, artists that are like have millions and millions and millions of like devoted fans. If you suddenly say you want to kill someone. You are very much putting that person in danger. And that's like an extreme example being like, well, hey, hey, Kanye, maybe you shouldn't threaten death directly on a person multiple times. Like, that's already extreme. But like other levels of that is like him, like, like posting where his kids go to school, like the amount of, say you have 50 million, like, listeners, or 50 million stands, like, I don't know, I'm just gonna assume that's what he has, probably less, like, you are gonna have some crazies, some crazies out of that 50 million, if you're just out here saying your children's location, have you lost it? Uh, That's, I mean, well, you can kind of assume, Anyways, I it really made me think because um, I I was reading the comments of my previous episode about Dream. Um, I had no clue when I went to go film that episode that Dream had like said uh, racist stuff in the past, said some ab- ableist stuff, I believe, in the past. Um, so that was a real shocker to dive in the comments and be like, hey, Ben, we actually are making fun of him because he is racist. And I was like, because my whole point of the previous episode was like, don't make fun of people's appearance for like, as like a last ditch resort to like get someone, you know, unless they are racist. (laughs) So like, I I guess I and, and I'm sure that's like the justification that a lot of people have a lot of people have for like making fun of Dream's appearance, making fun of um like like saying he looks like Shane Dawson or Shane, saying he looks like Rumpelstiltskin. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, I had no clue any of that was part of the story when I filmed the episode. So that was my bad. Like, let me do my research next time. It's just me. We don't we don't got a team of researchers at the Drama Mama headquarters. It is literally me in the corner of my garage. So I'm sorry, y'all. I failed, y'all. Um, but I it made me think, like, in relation to um what we're talking about today is, you know, like, stands of, like, I guess people like Dream who have said stuff in the past that is highly offensive. Like, it's always interesting, like, where the line is drawn of like standing someone. And I guess it's a lot different for like, say for musicians and actors to, I guess like creators and more so influencers because I mean, like YouTubers and like, like more kind of content creators, like you're putting stuff out. You do have, you're like making work that can be like pretty much completely separate from you. Like you can look at dreams, speedrun videos and those are pretty separate. Like, that's, like, its own kind of, like, work. I don't want to, like, call it art. <laughs> but, like, it's, like, its own, like, standalone piece of work. It Now, a, a YouTube videos are very much tied to a person's personality. And it's not like they're playing a character for the most part. Like, it's, like, mostly them. So it's kind of hard to, like, separate the art from the artist when it comes to YouTubers, but, like, more so, like, like, influencers, say, like, you have, like, a TikToker that, like, it's just their personality is, like, what they have followers for, and they, like, like, they just, y'all just hear that scream, like, outside my wall, what was that about, what was that about, <clears throat> okay, well, we're continuing, um, it's Kanye West coming to break into my house and kill me and bury me six feet underground. Um, like influencers and TikTokers, I think really get they really get pummeled whenever they say something, um, whether it be like racist or any type of like bad ist. They really get pummeled because it's like, well, that's just them. Like that's literally just their personality. It's not like they were playing a character that said something bad or like they said in a song like it's literally just them so um i think it's like also interesting to see how maybe like more musicians and stuff can get away with not not that they should like get away but like how they like in the past have gotten away with doing things that say an influencer would get canceled for now um like praying that never happens to me i'm i mean i'm just not out here saying slurs so i'm not like not really worried but um you know back to kanye west it's really frustrating because like and 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 Whenever this happens, say, like, say, I want you to picture, like, your favorite musical, like, artist. Like, someone who's just so dear to you that you would, like, consider yourself a stand for. And think about them just saying, like, the most horrific thing that you, like, completely disagree with on, like, a spiritual level. You kind of go through, like, literally all the different stages of grief. Like... First, you go, I don't know what the stages of grief are, but, like, it's, it's like, there's shock. You're like, oh, my God, they said that. But then there's, like, denial, which is like, okay, well, 
they released this song, so they can't be that bad. It, them releasing this one song must excuse them, like, say, literally being a racist or something. And then you, it starts to set in, and then you're in grief, and you're like, oh my god. Oh my god. And you're like, the person that I've looked up to and that I stand is horrible, and I will never recover. So, like, that is kind of what happened. I think I'm fully through all the stages of grief with, like, Kanye. It's to the point where, like, I like I don't even... I can't even really listen to him anymore because all I just think about is, like, all this music was just made and then promoted with, like, the most insane PR campaigns of, like, bringing your children and family into the mix. And that just doesn't really sit right with me. So, kind of... Kind of can't do that anymore. Can't listen to that anymore. And it's really crazy because I have a ton, a ton of Kanye merch. So that's really awkward. Like, um, I never got Yeezys because they were, like, too expensive. You know what? Just another thing that, like, if if we're, like, really piling into the cancel Kanye, like, thing, we need to cancel him for making those foam-ass shoes and letting them be on the resale market for $400. These foam shoes probably cost four cents to make in China. And he literally, okay, so he sells them for $80, which is like still on the high end, but they make so little that they instantly sell out, like literally within a millisecond. And I've tried, I have tried to buy Yeezys. I have tried to buy like the Yeezy slides, the foam slides, and they, it is the most horrific experience ever. They like sell out instantly and it pisses me off. Like that alone, that alone is enough for like me to just like unstand him. I have like shirts. I have records. I have the freaking, <laughs> I have the $200 stem player just so I could listen to an album where he's giving up death threats. Like I really am boo boo the fool. And <laughs> I guess it's, like, given me, like, like I've learned my lesson from this. I've learned to, like, not idolize celebrities, which I think just as a general, as a general rule of thumb, like, don't idolize celebrities or anyone in, like, a, a heightened position of fame. Because, like, I, I truly believe, like, inherently... The second you make like over $200,000 a year or the second that you like like get recognized in the street, you become a demon. The, the demon souls from the ground in hell infiltrate you. They are in me. They are in everyone. Every, every TikToker with like over 500K is a demon. <laughs> like as soon as you start to... <laughs> As soon as you start to have this, like, weird, unnatural experience that is, like, say, like, having recognition online or something. Like, that is not something that cavemen were just walking around having in, like, the prehistoric ages. Like, I feel like, like, brains are not meant to be able to process knowing that a lot of people know who you are. Like, that is just... it. Like, sometimes... Like, like, do, do not, do not get me wrong. I love meeting you guys in person. It is so fun. 
but like it really is so crazy to me because like I just like I just think I am me and like the like knowing that other people know who I am is like such a mind fuck because like literally in throughout all of school ew this is not like trying to be like a sob story but like like throughout all of school like I literally flew so far under the radar like I was so incognito and like like there was like five people at my high school that like knew my name so it it's so weird every like on a on a waking day basis that's not even like a phrase but like that sounds like it should be a phrase it's bizarre so like if you have someone who's like like an actual celebrity like um like Kanye West or freaking anyone that's like that big think about how much that would like warp your brain and give you like delusions of grandeur like that is just not something that a human should or can like deal with and I feel like it it probably affects celebrities in like different ways like obviously you don't see everyone just like going on these like ego trips like Kanye West is like freaking running for president every four years like I think that I think that is like the absolute highest peak of like celebrity delusion is running for president which is so insane because that is literally what Donald Trump did and he won. So like, I guess it's not that insane because it's literally possible. Um, but it's like, you can be, <sighs> celebrities do have an inherent good quality about them for the most part. Obviously there's some people that are like famous for the wrong reasons, but it's like, if you're say you're Zendaya, you are a talented actress. You have brought good into the world with your gifts. So like that is a good thing. But to look up to celebrities as role models, I think is like so horrible because you're seeing people that become so out of touch with reality. Why am I <laughs> why am I digging on Zendaya right now? No. Um they become so out of touch with reality and like the 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 daily realities of say an average human like you especially not just celebrities like also just like rich people in general when you become detached with like detached from what most people have to go through every day which is like say work or i guess maybe school well let, let's just say work you kind of start to like literally just detach from reality like if you just have like a freaking pit of money that will last you and all your kids for like forever and ever and ever that is not a worldview that is held by 99.999% of the population so it's like to look up to these people and the decisions they make when they literally and not to say they don't have challenges in their life but when their challenges aren't like as life or death as say someone who is like maybe working like a minimum wage job it gets silly it gets silly just do not look up to celebrities unless they're like i'm trying to think of like a good celebrity to like look up to that is like like literally michelle obama like that's just like who my brain goes to i think of like i'm like have you seen that tiktok where it's like name a woman and everyone in the comments is like why did we all think of michelle obama i don't know why michelle obama is just like in the forefront of my brain she's like a comfort person to me and 
I'm not even American, so I don't know. I don't know why. It should be like the first lady of Canada. I don't know who that is either. Who actually is that? We're getting sidetracked, but I don't care because I need to figure this out. Um, first lady. I don't even think it's called a first lady because we don't have a president. We have our prime minister. First lady of Canada. Oh, wait. She. Oh, <laughs> They literally just call them the spouse of the prime minister. Like that's like that's the official title, spouse of the prime minister. Anyways, her name is Sophie Gregoire. I think it's French, but I don't know because French is very confusing. Um, but anyways, uh, I want to quickly say thank you so freaking much for five million subscribers. On my main channel. That is that makes no sense. How does how does that make any sense? I it's so crazy because I literally like if you told like 10-year-old me that was like starting YouTube and like absolutely obsessed with YouTube, that like I would even have like a thousand subscribers, like I would have like self-destructed, like like my brain would have exploded in my tiny little skull. But like like five I I need time to process it. Like I actually cannot. I cannot process it at all. So we're going to get into um, a drama story real quick. Um, as you'll know, if you want me to read your drama, um, tweet it to me using the hashtag drama mama podcast, write a tweet, write a little tweet and tag me um, and use the hashtag drama mama podcast. And I will read it on a future episode. Um, okay. I'm, we're going to do this lottery style. I'm just going to read the first one I see. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's a furry one! Okay, this is from Elliot. Hey Ben, so first of all, OMG, I love you so much. You're the highlight of my week always. And if you're reading this right now, then I'm probably having a seizure. Please don't have a seizure. Um, so I have this kind of friend, but she's a furry. And I saw her today with saw her today with my other friend. And she was wearing a fursuit, which made me feel really weird. And I was kind of embarrassed to be seen with her. But my other friend didn't seem to mind. And I kept making excuses as to why I had to leave and we couldn't hang out. And she also always tells me that she has a crush on me. Um, and she's really weird and makes me feel uncomfortable. And she also always talks about furry stuff. I feel really embarrassed talking to her in public, but she's kind of obsessed with me, which makes me feel really weird. Her parents are super nice, but I don't know how I feel about her. Am I a bad person for judging her? And should I unfriend her? Also, one time she wore a vial of her own blood around her neck. Just that I should include that. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, all right. I I don't think furries are inherently bad. And I know this is coming from a bitch that just made a video, like, going to a furry convention, like, with the sole purpose of, like, clowning them. I mean, I didn't... <clears throat> I don't want to get into the furry situation. I didn't clown them. I just, like, interviewed them and let them speak for themselves. And it, and if they spoke for themselves and they sounded weird, then they are weird. But that's not my problem. Anyways. That is very tricky because, like, I'm sure a lot of us have had um, situations with friends where, like, maybe they're not the coolest. And you might feel, like, secondhand embarrassment around them, which sounds mean, but it's, like, can be a genuine feeling. Now, you can, like, break that apart and be like, okay, well, like, why why am I feeling embarrassed? Like, am I scared that people are going to think they're weird and I'm weird by association? 
I don't think that's really the case. I think like most people will just judge you based on you um, most of the time. But however, if they're wearing a fursuit, that one is, that's really hard. I'm not going to lie to you. That's really hard to like kind of not get associated with. Um, And if they're like making you uncomfortable, like maybe make it a conversation. I wouldn't start off talking about the furry thing, but I'd say like just in the ways they make you feel uncomfortable, be like, hey, I would appreciate if you could like back off a little bit and not say things that are a little creepy. And then maybe if you can like get through to them, also bring up the furry thing and be like, you know, I I love that you are doing that. But, you know, if, you, if you're a furry at school, it's going to not maybe get the best attention for us. We're maybe not going to be having the best time at school if you are dressed as a furry. There's a time and place for everything. And maybe, just maybe, school, a, a, a house of learning is not the best place to pretend to be an anthropomorphic animal. I wish you the best. Um, if you want me to read your drama stories on the podcast, please use the hashtag DramaMamaPodcast on Twitter. With that all being said, let me just like double clarify just so y'all like have it through your heads. I do not stand for Kanye anymore. Um, he's his music's still in a ton of my playlists. So like if it, if y'all see me listening on Spotify, mind your business. But like I I I can't do it anymore. I can't I can't be a stand anymore. Um, so I love y'all so much. I'll see you next week. Take care. Be kind to each other. Better the week. It's chill.